KTSA News Flash. The first known U.S. case of the Omicron variant has appeared in Northern California. I'm Stephen Portnoy at the White House, where the president's top medical advisor says Omicron's presence in the U.S. shouldn't lead to a change in behavior as long as you've been vaccinated, boosted, and wear a mask in congregate settings. We want to keep doing that and make sure we pay close attention to that. When it comes to holiday parties, Dr. Anthony Fauci says as long as those in attendance are vaccinated. You could feel safe with not wearing a mask and having a dinner, having a reception. But in other public settings in which unvaccinated people may be present. It is very prudent to wear a mask. The Mexican government is being accused of targeting American companies that are working in the nation's oil and gas sector. Texas Republican Senator Ted Cruz used a foreign relations committee hearing this week to push back. I am increasingly concerned that the Mexican government is engaged in a systematic campaign to undermine American companies, and especially American energy companies. Mexican regulators have recently shut down three privately owned fuel storage terminals. One was owned by Texas-based Montera. Mexico's president reportedly ordered police forces to block the gates and Cruz says this is undermining the U.S. MCA trade agreement. The South San Antonio Independent School District is calling for a special meeting after comments heard on an open microphone. The four-minute conversation between Superintendent Mark Puig and Board President Ernesto Ariano Jr. occurred between a regular meeting and a closed meeting on November 17th. In the conversation, Puig asked for hiring authority so Ariano's brother could replace him as Board President. The board members are asking that the superintendent be put on paid administrative leave for the comments and that the board's officers be reorganized. San Antonio paramedics are using video chat to coach bystanders during 911 calls. San Antonio Fire Department spokesperson Joe Arrington said it's basically having a paramedic there with you. Callers simply click a link sent by the dispatcher and GoodSAM technology allows a trained paramedic to coach callers through life-saving procedures while first responders are on their way. San Antonio's fire department was one of the first agencies in the U.S. to use the technology that was developed in the U.K. Since implementing Good Sam a year ago, SAFD has handled an average of 14 calls each day without sending fire responders to the scene. The University of Texas Southwestern in Dallas is paying more than $4 million to the federal government after nurses died from fentanyl overdoses. It's one of the largest hospital payouts ever related to the opioid epidemic in Texas. Two nurses died from fentanyl overdoses in a hospital bathroom. The hospital acknowledged that it didn't do enough to keep staff from stealing dangerous narcotics for their own use. Several families of Astroworld victims are turning down Travis Scott's offer to pay for their loved ones' funerals. Attorneys for the families of four victims received the offer from Scott's lawyer, Daniel Petroselli. The family of the youngest victim said through their attorney that while they believe Scott feels remorse for the tragedy, he needs to see that he bears some of the responsibility. Attorney Michael Lyons personally saw the offer as a public relations ploy to soften people up to Scott's role in the tragedy. Scott and event organizers are currently the focus of a criminal investigation by Houston police. A shooting scare at a Texas high school is turning out to be a false alarm. Austin School District Police Chief Ashley Gonzalez says they got the alert this morning from Aiken's Early College High School. The administration was notified uh, that there was three students in a bathroom, possibly in possession of a handgun. When they tracked the students down, one was found with two gun magazines, but no firearm was ever found. And no shots were fired. Dallas Cowboys rookie cornerback Nishan Wright has tested positive for COVID-19, becoming the eighth player or coach to be sidelined by the coronavirus for tomorrow night's game at New Orleans. Coach Mike McCarthy and five members of his staff won't make the trip because of positive tests. Wright and right tackle Terrence Steele are the two players out. McCarthy tested positive Monday and said he was experiencing more symptoms a day later. The coach is participating in virtual meetings. 
The Cowboys are activating wide receiver Amari Cooper from the COVID-19 list. He's expected to travel to New Orleans and play against the Saints Thursday. Cooper is unvaccinated and missed the team's last two games after testing positive for coronavirus. The National Football League is thankful for holiday football ratings this year. The Thanksgiving games this year had the most viewers since 1998, led by the Dallas Cowboys and Las Vegas Raiders matchup. In the Raiders' 36-33 victory, the matchup averaged over 38 million viewers across TV and streaming, making it the most-watched regular season game since 1990. The three games over the holiday averaged just under 30 million viewers across CBS, Fox, and NBC Universal, up almost 10% from last season. A junior angler is reeling in a record-breaking catfish after three years of trying. Colt Frankie pulled a 33.5-inch blue catfish out of Calaveras Lake last week. According to the Inland Fishery San Antonio District, the fish also weighed in at nearly 25 pounds. Frankie's catch beat the previous junior wrangler record set October 10th by Braden Brown. In a note to Texas Parks and Wildlife officials, Frankie said the meat from the catfish was donated to a local food pantry. KTSA Money News. From ABC News, Wall Street now. The roller coaster of a ride continued for the markets with an early rally followed by a late session sell-off. The Dow plunged 462 points, the S&P 500 gave up 54, and the Nasdaq closed down 284 points. Investors are trying to determine just how much damage the new coronavirus variant could do to the economy, and very little is known at this point about Omicron. Manufacturing grew at a faster pace last month as companies struggle to keep up with demand during ongoing supply shortages and delays. The Institute for Supply Management's monthly index rose to 61.1 in November. Any reading above 50 indicates growth in the sector. General Motors is forming a joint venture with a South Korean company to build a North American battery materials plant, which will bring in more steps in the electric vehicle supply chain under its umbrella. Daria Albinger, ABC News. ATSA AccuWeather. A few clouds will hang around tonight. It will be mild with areas of late night fog, low 56. For tomorrow, morning fog in spots, a mix of clouds and sun, and comfortable in the afternoon, high 76. Kicking off the weekend Friday, cloudy and warm with a spotty shower high 76 again. I'm Cheryl Golden with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather Forecast. And I'm Katie Barber. Good news around the clock at News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And news anytime online at KTSA.com.